listening to The 30 Podcast. Here's your host, Jazz Kang. All right, Lakers fans recording this just after the third straight overtime game the Lake Show has been to. They end up getting past the Oklahoma City Thunder 114-113. What a doozy this one was. We'll jump into it uh, in a minute. Before we get into all that, don't forget, subscribe to the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much all anywhere you get your fix. And of course, go to silverscreenandroll.com. Joining me, uh, part of our team at Silver Screen and Roll is Anthony Irwin. Anthony, almost midnight over there in Texas. How are you going to fall asleep after being so excited during that game? <laughs> was it my intro was it my intro or was it the game putting you to sleep there that's the oh, question man <laughs> it's one thing you know i just it's one thing if it was overtime against a team that we cared about a team that was at full strength even but it's like it's two overtimes against the pistons it's an overtime against the uh, oklahoma city thunder on monday uh another overtime here again last night or tonight whenever you guys are listening to this and, and yeah, man, like <laughs> if you want to give me extra basketball, let it be against be it, you know, have it be against a contender. But if you're going to give me extra basketball against the Washington generals of the world, like I'd, I'd rather just go to bed. <laughs> oh, there was, I mean, I, I was watching it too. And then when, when, once it got tied at the end, I'm like, come on. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, in a, on a more serious note, even watching it, are you concerned at all by these games? I mean, they've, they played, like I said, the Pistons and back to back OT OT games now, against OKC gave up 37 in the first quarter that that wasn't obviously something you want to see you know too much of but are you concerned at all Anthony when when you're watching these guys if they're sleep they slept walk through this game and, and they're still 20 and 6 on the season by the way well it's hard for me to judge anybody sleepwalking because that's what I'm doing here for this show and then when I do walk on <laughs> Lakers here in a bit but but like look I concerned is too strong of a word uh I think you know anytime you take away two of the team's top three players and Alex Caruso and Anthony Davis, obviously like that's going to affect you. And, and you add that to just the typical complacency that uh, reigning champions face over the course of your typical NBA season, whether it's 82 games or 72, as we're seeing in this year. And, and yeah, you're going to see some boredom. You're going to see some apathy. You're going to be, you're going to see some laziness. You're going to see tired legs. Like I think, uh, whenever AD does come back, I, I think Marcus All really needs a break. Like you, I was watching him uh, play these last this last like week or so, and when he jumps for rebounds, he's actually getting like going into the earth. He's he's not he's not elevating at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's shooting it's medicine like me, balls. Me or you up. going up for a rebound at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I look. I I know what it looks like from from experience. <laughs> like I know exactly what I'm seeing there, and so you know, I, I just think. Uh, while, while I would like to, you know, have it be 2k where once you set the rotations to a certain point, you can mitigate, uh, fatigue and, and, and generally speaking, the team that you're running is going to be, you know, fresh on average or whatever, but these are human beings. These are, these are guys who just went through a, a literal year long, uh, season only a few months ago, uh, and, and have a quick turnaround and are playing teams that there's just it's impossible to really get up for any of these guys. So so this is what we see as the end result. Yeah, and, and you know you're mentioning without AD, and I, and I was thinking that during during the game as well. Yeah, they look sluggish. Yeah, I mean again, if they were playing like this, uh, come time for the playoffs, you know this season as as we're getting into May and and you know like r- right around the, it's like okay, well there's cause for concern here. 
like you mentioned, they're they're missing Anthony Davis. They're missing Caruso. They're they're you look at the Clippers, and I'm not comparing the two teams like apples to apples. You look at the Clippers, they're missing Paul George. They lost to Boston, lost to Sacramento, and ended up a seven point game against a not very good Minnesota team. Uh, you're gonna see this happen if you're missing one of your two best players. Your offense is discombobulated. Their AD is not on the block anymore. Uh, whether you know Montrez Harrell's getting more minutes or whatever's going on, he's not Anthony Davis. Let's not forget that. Uh, AD is a wonderful passer out of the double team. He can hit the three. Obviously, those aren't, you know, strong points for, for Montrez Harrell. So it takes away a lot from, from the rest of the guys. You're used to having a superstar on the block there that you could feed the ball to at any point. And if they wanted to, they could have just ran AD in the post a bunch of times today. And he probably would have got Horford and 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 the other guys, you know, in, into uh, Baisley, into, into foul trouble as they went on. But you know, you're not going to, it's like you mentioned, you're not, it's tough for them to get up. And we saw what happened in that, in that Denver game, right? Or earlier, uh, you know, last week, you, you look at that, you're like, okay, they, they end up beating Denver when it was close going into the fourth quarter. Let's not forget that game was, was actually reasonably close actually going into the third. And then you look at it, it's like, they didn't have Anthony Davis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they did have, they did have Anthony Davis, probably that one, but you look at how they played in, in that. It's like, that's how they could be when they're at their best. And they're playing a team that they played in the Western conference finals last season in the nuggets they got up for it and now you look at the rest of the lakers schedule well they haven't had to play very many good teams and and i'm not i'm not surprised by this i don't know if you'll i know memphis is 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 in the running for it right now as in as in being a playoff contender i don't know if they'll be up for that but i think once once they start playing and they're going to go through a stretch where they play brooklyn they play miami they're taking on utah portland uh they're going to want to avenge golden state at the end of the month you look at those games that's when you're going to see the lakers step up and play better because right now like you mentioned in a, in a game this is like a game in in you know, what are we going back to regular, if we're going under regular timeline, this is like an early January game at, at home against OKC. They're not going to, and I'll tell you if there was fans in the building today, I don't think they would have been that into the game either. <laughs> they go to overtime and everybody's booing them. Everybody would have been falling asleep. It was such a, and even the way they play, wasn't it boring? Like just the, the style, the, and I, I was actually watching the OKC feed. Um, and these guys are like, what a performance by the Thunder going toe-to-toe with the champs. And I'm like, dude, this is them at like 15%. You know what I'm saying? It's like playing a JV squad for them. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on that I'm on that train right now where I'm like, I am not concerned about the Lakers. People are complaining and saying this is not the type of um, effort you want to see from these guys. They should be better. It's like, dude, they've won six straight games. They're 20 and six. Everybody just calm down. Let's not, let's not get, get our, you know, what in a knot for, for no reason here. Yeah, I, I, this is just where the Lakers are. This happens to not just every reigning champion, but, but you're seeing it across the league. The, the Bucks just lost to the Suns tonight. The Clippers, I believe, lost to Minnesota. I, if I, if no, I have that correct, the Clippers won that one. Oh, they, but at one point they were down by 20. It's at one point too. Like they were yeah. getting, they, they were getting blown out as well, you know, and, and this is just kind of what you, what, what you face over the course of a season. And, uh, the Lakers have less to prove than all of the other teams in the NBA. And by the way, like they've already probably proved as much as any team in the NBA this season. It's not just, <laughs> it's not just like that. They, they did their proving in last year's finals, which would be, you know, basically enough by itself, but they also went out and they've won some big games this year. They've, they've looked dominating for stretches and stuff just right now. They're bored. Right. And, 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 and this is just something that you kind of face. They got to get through the, uh, <laughs> you got, you got to get through the, 
the, the teams that you're facing, you got to get through the stretch leading up to the all-star break. And then after that, you get to recharge a little bit, unless you're Anthony Davis and LeBron James and you come back and, and you hope to, to kick it into that extra gear that we know that the Lakers have. That's, that's all that matters to me, honestly. Like we know that the Lakers have that extra gear and, and, and we know what that gear looks like against most of the teams in the NBA and and so long as it continues to look like that, we know that the Lakers can get there on a consistent basis. Like whether or not they won tonight, like if anything, I was just pissed that they kept me up longer. And I was saying, like, if you're going to keep me up well into, you know, <laughs> into the next morning, you mother bleepers better win the damn game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. If you guys, <laughs> if they would have lost in regulation, then fine. Cool. I get my extra 15 hour or 15 minutes of sleep tonight and I can move on into the, into the next morning. But if you guys are going to force me to watch overtime, you better win the game. And, and, and they did. Yeah. And I, that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, and I actually thought the same thing. I using the same curse word that you you use. I'm like, these MFers better win this game because <laughs> otherwise we're going to have a whole lot of angry fans. Listen to it. Look, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Uh, I'm not one of the, the people who are pushing the panic button. Like we're seeing on Twitter, like we're, you know, I've seen people on there like, oh, this is a ridiculous team should be better. It's like, what are you talking about? They've won 20 out of 26 games. Like you mentioned, Anthony, you're, they've, mm-hmm. they have now played against, they played against the Detroit Pistons and the Oklahoma city thunder in three, you know, three games in a row. They played OKC back to back. How are you going to get up for that? That's not something that you're as an NBA player coming off a championship where you have LeBron James on your roster. You're still missing Anthony Davis, who is, again, arguably one of the top three or five players in the league, depending on how you look at it. If you're looking at that, it's like this is not a game they're going to have circled on their calendar. In fact, they're probably looking forward to to getting out of town again for a couple of days because you can't really do anything in L.A. as it as it is. So they're probably like, cool, you know, we'll go, we'll, we'll get out of here. But I, I'm with you. I, I just don't think there was nothing to be concerned about in this one. Uh, I do want to ask you a couple more questions, though. Let's do that after a short break. All right, and we're back. Uh, Anthony, we had talked about this in the pod, you know, uh, quite a while ago. And, and this is we were talking, I think, coming into the season just before things got rolling, if you're, if you're looking at, if you're looking at this Lakers team, I mean, when you, when you're seeing how they're playing, especially on the offensive end without Anthony Davis, and we're, we're seeing obviously a lack of rim protection without him in the lineup as well. But when you look at, um, when you look at how they're playing offensively, like, is it just, is it just Anthony Davis missing or, cause I, I look at it like this was the same type of system they ran a lot of last season, right? Which is, we have Anthony Davis. We have LeBron James. Pick your poison. Who you want to try and stop out of those? You're going to have to try and double if it's Anthony Davis down low, or if you got LeBron James in the block, or he's you know driving down the lane like the freight truck that he is. That you got to send help over and 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 make sure you get two guys there. Otherwise, he's going to get a layup every time. And they just relied on hey man, whether it's uh, Morris, whether it's uh, you know Rondo hit some shots last year, uh, KCP hit some shots last year. And I think this is what you're seeing with, with this team now as well. Is like okay, they got LeBron today and the other guys were just trying to do their part to get a win. But is there anything that you're like, you're looking at the offense and you're thinking, man, this could go wrong as we go forward? Wrong, probably not. I mean, you never know with with this such a weird season. And and I mean, it, it essentially feels like an extension of one super, super long season is mm-hmm. what we've been looking at, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I will say this about the offense. KCP shooting is getting to a point where, you know, he's got to start making shots at some point, right? He shoots 0 for 2, and it's reached the point with him where he's reluctant to, to pull the trigger. And and Frank Vogel said that he's getting uh, a little extra attention because of the way that he shot at the beginning of the year. 
and maybe it's taking a little longer to get into a rhythm with with that going on. Maybe that's what's going on there. Obviously, we kind of started to see some regression from Alex Caruso as well. Uh, it's nice to see Wesley Matthews start to hit, but Kyle Kuzma, I believe, has has had a few games now in a row where he's kind of struggled to get going from three-point range. And, and yeah, I mean, the, what what I'm the most kind of nervous about and, and uh, it's not systemic. It's not something that I'm really nervous about with the system is, is more can the Lakers find enough shooters? Can all these guys get back on track in time for these games to start mattering to where Anthony Davis and LeBron James have more room uh, to, to work with. That was what made the Lakers so overwhelming early on in this season was, was, teams had to start guarding KCP. They had to start guarding Alex Caruso. They had to start guarding Kyle Kuzma or those guys were going to knock down shots and, and, and LeBron and AD were able to play fewer minutes, play with lower usage rates, whatever. And, and that's what, that's where, you know, the Lakers look so good, but teams are going to find any excuse they can possibly, they're looking for excuses to not have to guard KCP or the, any of those kinds of guys. And if they are rewarded for that strategy, then that doesn't bode very well for a Lakers team that uh, just in terms of, of personnel took a step back defensively to be better offensively. And if they can't be better offensively, then, then that would be cause for maybe not concern, but pause is how I would put it. Yeah. KCP seven of 30 over the last, uh, over the last 10 games. So shooting 25% yeah. from, from the three point line, still season average over 40%. So, I mean, you know, and again, we, we've talked about this and you're going to have some ups and downs throughout, especially in a season like this, where, and I mentioned that when I was doing the pod after the, uh, after the, the loss to the Sixers, I was like, um, you know, I was part of me the loss to Detroit after that. It was, I go, this is a third game in four nights. And then they played Boston again. Then it's a third game in four nights. And, and you're looking at them, you know, they played Thursday, Saturday, Monday. Yeah, they're home, but everything is condensed. They're not in their same routines in terms of how they're going through practice. And they got to be spaced out for the, you know what I mean? And I just think there's a lot to it. And, and like you said, you're like, okay, we're technically now not even halfway through the season. We're just over a third of the way. They're going to get bored at this point. And, and like you mentioned, I mean, sure. If, if we get into April, we get into May, um, and they're not making shots and you're like, okay, whole oh crap. You know, they, they, they've lost five out of eight and, and they're going into the playoffs and teams have kind of figured that out. I mean, you can't even say that yet because they've still won six games in a row. So mm -hmm. I don't understand what the, what the big hoopla is about. And then, you know, questioning them. And you look at a team like Utah, like Utah nine and one in its last 10, um, you know, playing, playing amazing. They only have, a, and everybody's talking about Utah. Like they're the, the talk of the league, right? Like they're like, wow, they're the, you know, maybe Utah is going to be for real this year. And, and they're playing so well. It's like the Lakers are half a game behind them in the standings right now. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm again, it's, it's, I don't even know that I've really noticed any, you know, kind of like, it's more annoyance than it's been concern, right? Like, God, we're doing this again. Right. When, 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 when they get late in the fourth quarter and it's a one possession game and it, and it looks like it might be heading to overtime. I just sat there like, God, we're, we're, we're doing this again. Hmm. And, and the one, I guess the closest I would get to being concerned would be about LeBron's minutes. He played 40 minutes again or 41 minutes tonight uh, has had, has had to play uh, I believe at least 40 minutes the last three games uh, you know, and, and this is against teams that you would have liked to be able to rest him in, in at least one of these last fourth quarters. Uh, but, but instead, because the Lakers have been playing with so, such low energy in those quarters leading up to, you know, winning time, whenever it is, 
uh, you're having to extend the amount of time that LeBron is out there. And, and then, you know, like he, he hits the the three that sends you into overtime and he comes up with that deflection that forces OKC into uh, that Kendrick Williams, uh, uh, Carlton, impersonation from half court right where he <laughs> yeah, hits, yeah, yeah, <laughs> hits yeah. the wall you know so it was like you know lebron in those in those moments where the game is really on the line like you're seeing lebron actually you know put forth decent amounts of energy and he's doing that on on longer minutes than you would like to see like that's where i would say this is this is where these games are, are you know potentially concerning uh, but even there, I think the Lakers, especially once Anthony Davis comes back and and whenever KCP and 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 the rest of the Lakers role players start hitting three pointers again, uh, hopefully the Lakers can get a few games in a row there where where LeBron can can have ice on his knees or or if they play in Utah, he can be walking around on the sideline with socks on with, with his shoes off and, and really piss off the people calling that game. Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? And I think you're going to see that as we get down the line to look at. Okay, I'm not going to, and I, again, I'm talking about Utah, like, sure, if there were fans in the building and everything was kind of getting ruckus and crazy, would I want to play a game seven in Utah? No, but if I'm the Lakers and I know what I know now with the pandemic happening and really doesn't look like we're going to have full stadiums or anything, and are, are you scared to play Utah if it does come down to it in a game seven? Probably not. So if LeBron needs some time off, they're going to have other opportunities where, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're going to play teams like uh, like the Washington uh, uh, Wizards. You're going to play against teams like uh, – um, you know, the, the, the Boston Cavaliers, Celtics. Yeah, the, yeah, wherever the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the Clippers, the cow, you know what I mean? Like you're going to have easier games in the back half of the schedule that if you need to give LeBron some time off, you'll get him that time. And I, I just think there's too much being made of what's happening right now, literally a third through the season when the team is 20 and six, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't find, I don't, I don't find a reason to, to sit here and, and, and look at it as a cause for concern. Sure. You haven't beaten uh very good teams by per se a dominant margin, but Okay, you also whooped Utah or Denver, pardon me, by by 21 um, last week. And, and, you know, that's pretty fair. They beat Boston and on three games and four nights, extremely close against the East Eastern Conference leading Sixers. You know, you go down the list like they've beaten, um, you know, beat Milwaukee. They, they've, they've beaten championship contenders almost every time except for, you know, losing to the Clippers in, in, in the opener of the season. So to me, I'm just not at a point right now where even though, yeah, they don't look great. And yeah, LeBron might be playing a little bit more than he needs to it's like we still got like two months two and a half three months to the playoffs so I, there's just nothing to nothing to sit here and, and get all uh, frazzled about if you know what i mean absolutely i i agree with you 100 percent. well just for just a reminder we did talk about this last week and this is the last thing i want to remind you of i said the lakers would go five and oh on this homestand they are now four and oh so i will be expecting my uh, six-pack when they uh, when they beat memphis on friday we so good for that oh yeah no I'll, I'll i'll send it to you however i possibly can uh i you know <laughs> I don't know that I would, I would very comfortably say that they're going to beat Memphis uh, on on Friday, but but yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Okay, I'll give you a double nothing on that one. How's that? You take the Grizzlies, I'll take the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I mean I haven't lost the bet. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give you a way out. I was trying to give you a way out, but you don't want to take it. You don't want to take but, it. <laughs> but like if if they if they win, right? If they win, if the if Memphis wins, then I get the six pack. So Deal. why would I? Deal. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. No, no, I said I. No, wait. Did you say what did you say? I said five and zero. Oh, you said four and one, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, right. so they have to. They, you know, it, it all comes down to this next game. Okay. Okay, that's a deal, and I'll uh, I'll I'll send it over to you somehow. We'll we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll keep the listeners uh, updated on that. Uh, before we wrap up, though, again, I want to touch on Utah. Are anything like you know they're playing really well, and 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 they're they're obviously looking really good. 
that team at all going to be a concern for you, you think come playoff time? Well, the good news is David, uh, my boss isn't going to be paying attention to this. So I can, I can just go out and, and, and fully say it. I don't give a single bleep about what Utah is doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. like what, what it comes down to is they're very weak defensively at where the Lakers are super strong, right? Like yeah. Joe Ingles, isn't going to bother LeBron James. Bojan Bogdanovic is like walking, talking barbecue chicken out there for him in those minutes. And AD seems to take minutes that he plays against Rudy Gobert uh, extremely personally. So like it, it, just in terms of like what, what, what Utah is doing to this point, they look very, very good. Uh, they have a, they have a habit of this though, where they look for, for stretches of the regular season, mm-hmm. look really, really good. And then for whatever reason, get into the postseason and don't look like quite the same team. And that's without having played uh, the Lakers in, in, in the last postseason when, when uh, the Lakers were rolling over everybody. And I think this Lakers team is better than last year's Lakers team. And I don't know that I would definitively say that, that Utah is, is noticeably better in ways that would impact a series against the Lakers. Yeah. And I, I'm with you on that too. I mean, you know, you're going to Rudy Gobert. Sure. He's a, he's a very good defensive player. Also going to have to go against Anthony Davis for 35 minutes a game. You know, good luck with that. We'll, we'll see how that works out. And, and like you mentioned, what are they going to bring against LeBron? And I just think that it's a cute regular season story. We saw this with the Raptors when, when uh, they had DeMar DeRozan and, and Kyle Lowry and they're, you know, they were the top seed in the, in the East and everybody was like, Oh, they could beat the Cavs. And LeBron was like, yeah, no, you know what I mean? This is like, <laughs> this is not going to happen. So, you know, we, we've seen this happen before that teams finish with a, with a better record. Uh, the Rockets did that against the Warriors. I think it was 2018. Uh, I believe it was that they, uh, they ended up with the higher seed and they ended up losing. Like it's just, uh, to me, it, it, there's no way that you could sit here and, and, and 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 get upset and, and look at the Lakers as like oh no there's really a huge cause for concern right now I think they're in good shape um, I think overall they won six in a row and, and they're sitting at twenty and six ultimately so you know what is there to complain about at this point and you're going to have ups and downs throughout a not a, obviously an eighty two but a seventy two game uh, schedule which we're seeing this year Yep absolutely yeah. All right well you know what Anthony I hope you can uh, you got to do another podcast right now but uh, hope you get some nice sleep again the Lakers did win so you'll be you'll be feeling all right for the rest of the night. Get another drink in you. Yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'll be great. I'll be great as soon as I'm tucked into my sheets. All right, there you go. Well, hopefully that's done in the next couple <laughs> of hours here. He's always a, always a busy man. Um, that does it for this episode. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. We're on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, anywhere you get your anywhere you get your fix, you can catch us there. And of course, go to silverscreenandroll.com throughout the season. Harrison, Sabrina, Christian, the entire crew will have you covered. That does it for this episode. We'll talk to you all next week.